professionals at this shit for sure hello hi friends how are you i'm good how are you good man how was your easter it was wonderful lots of fucking chocolate oh i ate way too much that's good i had a couple beer they were delicious Ooh, beers beers um more than a couple actually more than one man probably should more than more than the recommended a lot yes. of dosage. Yes, for sure. But I enjoyed them. They were good. Um, That's okay. As long as you enjoyed them. Yeah. I you had, didn't overdo it. No. No, and I, I had two turkey dinners. Ooh. My mother made turkey and ham. I had the ham at yeah. my mother-in-law's. And she made fucking ham gravy, man. Did you ever have that? Ham gravy? It's no, fucking ungodly put, bad for the you. turkey gravy on the ham. Oh, yeah, of we course. We had ham and potato salad, and I just took some of the turkey gravy, and I put it on the ham and potato salad. Awesome. It's fucking glorious. I can't get enough. I could eat turkey every goddamn day. I, I really do love it. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. But I definitely overindulged. And I'm not a big chocolate and sweet guy. Cadbury mini eggs, man. I ate oh. my fucking body, my body weight's worth. You can only get them in bags now, <sighs> and they're smaller. But I, I ate the whole thing. Do you like that one? You took that one. Yeah, I, I liked everyone I took, except for the one where your face looked weird. It was like in between you smiling and stuff. I'm trying to get a new picture for the website, and it's like hard because just fucking, I don't know if I well, like I mean, it. you have a reputation to withstand here. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, it's just like have the an, little things that are bugging me. Like, it bugs me that only half my belt is showing. Yeah, but, like, see, that's, that's that's not fucking important. That's some but to me, like, that's like, would fuck this shit. Like, that's, that yeah. sucks. It's, it's really only things that you would notice. I know. But, I mean, you, you, you have to like it. Mm-hmm. You have to yeah, be all do. about it, right? You got to enjoy that shit. Exactly. Exactly. Was there any fights over the weekend? Uh, there was fights. Um, I watched them... Sunday evening, they were from Russia. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I was wrong with one of them. I can't remember. I seen the outcome, and all I could remember thinking was, I called that wrong. And then, yeah. Um, the main event was impressive as far as Alistair Overeem goes. Um, he beat your boy, Alexei Olenek, yep. by vicious fucking knees in the first round, man. like What a guy, eh? He just Overeem, doesn't change. He's he just, doesn't stop. He doesn't stop. And both of those guys' records, they had like a stat thing before the fight where they were breaking down the fight. And something ridiculous. Like, I think. Like 100 fights. Oh, or something. yeah, 110 fights between two of them, I think. It's crazy, man. Something insane. And it's crazy. Like, I think that Olenek has like 57 wins. Mm-hmm. And then Overeem, of course, has like 40 something, I believe. Something outrageous. Like the both of them have been around so long, and Overeem was throwing those knees like to finish the fight, like he throws hooks, like you come up and like go across his chin rather than straight up, Oy. like really nifty stuff, really like nice. Like breaking your neck kind of. Punches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only with his knees, he was lighting Buddy up hard. That's wild. Um, yeah, it was impressive. Of course, the rest of the car was kind of a, I won't say stinker, but they were somewhat. 
somewhat stinky. They had that they had a width of cheese. They had a they're in the realm of stinky cheese, yeah. Mm. But um, they were still fun. Don't get me wrong, still fun for sure. But um, yeah, nothing to, nothing to call home about. That's for sure. I'm just trying to see if I can find that finish for you. Because I assume you didn't watch them. I didn't. No. Okay. Let's see. There was a fight between uh, Islam Makachev. He's and good. Another guy that I can't say his name. <laughs> and I apologize, but um, uh, Makachev won impressively. Um, he's a real stud. Yep. Product with uh, Khabib, I believe. I think Khabib was. Habib. Habib was, uh, was calling, calling that fight for him. He was, you know, here's a finish one. You see how like, his knees come like up and around? Yeah, I'll let it reset. Amazing, this guy still has uh, well, an account, power. even though he's yeah, posting UFC stuff. I, know. <laughs> I get so jealous. I know. It's like you fucking, I lose my shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I share some free stuff, and then I get fucked. Everyone else is always putting shit out, man. <clears throat> Nonstop. And they don't constantly. get. How come those motherfuckers? Like, I always see fan footage from like higher in the arena yeah it's crazy but they don't get caught i get caught on a fucking free repost yeah it's fucked up it's Mm -hmm. fucking strange anyway the the fights were decent can't be mad at them only the second time in russia i thought they were there more than that but i guess not second time there i'm sure it won't be the last no um yeah when, when ufc doesn't go to a certain place i can only assume that that area is hard to deal with mm yeah, because if you think about it, there isn't a whole lot of areas that they have not went. Yeah. But again, like I definitely agree. Um, if they're only been, they've only been in Russia, <clears throat> excuse me, twice, mm-hmm. and they're lightweight champions from there. It's like, yeah, you, there's probably some bullshit. Yep. Going to Russia. You never know. No, no, because they've been absolutely everywhere else. Exactly. Everywhere else. <clears throat> All right, how'd you do in the Q and A? I fucking got a few. What about you? You bang with some of yours first. I get a few as well. But let's just see. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Question and answer. Um, Dilberts. A lot of people say they want to open a BJJ gym one day, but only a select few actually succeed. What allows someone to open a thriving BJJ gym? That's more of a... Shit. Yeah. Patience. (laughs) Like anything. Yeah, you definitely need patience. Um, The understanding that unless you treat it like a job, it's going to fail. And this is anything. Like, this isn't just a jiu-jitsu gym. This goes for any side hustle that you want to turn into a real job. Mm -hmm. You have to come to the realization that you're starting it because you love it Mm -hmm. or because you think it's going to make you money. But then you have to do everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you have money already. Right. Like some startups, they just right away, like, I'm going to delegate this to this guy. I'm going to delegate this to this guy. I'll pay this guy. I'll pay this guy. And then, boom, you only do the shit you like. But that's not real for me. I had to start everything. I had to be the janitor. I had to be the... I, I if, if I didn't go out and get the paper towels, there was no paper towels. If right. I don't get the water, there's no water. If I don't clean the mats, the mats aren't clean. Mm-hmm. 
You know, if, if you don't put out the ads, if you don't remind people to bring their friends, mm -hmm, if, mm -hmm. if you don't shut the lights off, the power bill goes up. If you forget to lock the door, your shit gets stolen. Like, yeah. you become everything, right? Like, you have to run the whole business. Right. So, I guess the difference for some people is they, they don't see that up front. They just want it to be like a hobby gym. Like, they, they just wanted it to be somewhere where they could roll or train. Yeah. It's it's so much more than that. Like at the beginning, there was weeks where I wouldn't get to get on the mat, right. other than just teach. Like right after teaching was done, and rolling started, I'd be sitting down doing fucking paperwork. Yeah, for sure. Bullshit. Like there's so much more than just teach a class. Like how do you get students through the door? You know. So I guess the dream the dream dies for a lot of people when the real work begins. Yes. Because and that's with anything like that's with any hobby at all like you have to put the work in and you have to be patient and you have to continue to do and as long as you yeah. continue to do things will happen right yeah because i like i believe a lot of people get into it because of passion they have their passion oh, about yeah. something they're passionate about w whatever it is but what happens when that's just not enough when you have to sit back and put the work in and it's really easy to get jaded man definitely like it only takes a few horror stories like i've had some parents parents are the worst yeah because they don't see the value if they're not coming down if they're i don't know there's different instances like we had one kid he would walk to class the parents would just go walk to class and then uh the account started going non-sufficient funds and i was like fuck like, i don't want to tell the kid not the kid like yeah. you can't come anymore yeah and i let it go too long and then they just stuck me never paid never seen the kid again and it's like shit like that that fucks you man that fucks you up because I, yeah. I had a relationship with the kid i wanted him to be you know a better kid because he he was a he was a fucking shithead yeah but yeah. i i was helping him yeah I was changing him. that's right? right so i don't know it's it's difficult because once you get into the the personal relationships and then the, all the shit that can happen in a gym, you can end up with shitty gym culture. You yeah. could end up with a group of people that don't let other people train or a group of people that like cut other people out or inside jokes yeah. or one person who's a piece of shit hurting people. Like, yeah. You know, you end up with a bad gym culture and the whole thing is going to burn itself down. Yeah. And you might, the only thing you should have done was been paying closer attention and shut that shit down. Yeah, that's why we're so fortunate because you hear about it, well, not around here because it's only select few gyms, but mm -hmm. elsewhere across the world, you hear it all the time um, that this shit does take place. Yeah. And a lot of people don't want other people from other gyms coming over to train. And we're not like that. We're, we're very much yeah, just an open book. Because I know how good I am. Like, if yeah. you come here and you still think there's better out there, fucking go. I don't care. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm a great coach. We talked about this today in class. If we only had one Drake, yeah, maybe it was an accident. Yes. You know, maybe maybe we just had a fluke, sure. right? But where we have a Drake, we yeah. have a Cody, That's we right. have a John, we have a yeah. Keenan. We've had many. We've had right. Tyler. We've had Wade. We've, Hussey. Hussey. We've had so many people come through that, like, there's three things, right? You have to have the ingredients, which is the person, the athlete. That's right. Right? They're the ingredients. Yeah. And then you have to have the oven, which is the club. Yeah. And then you have to have the fucking recipe, which hopefully is the coach and what's going on in the coach's head. Yeah. Where we have so many well-baked cakes coming sure. out of this club. Yeah. yeah. It can't just be like we got lucky with the ingredients. That's right. 
You know what I mean? Because the proof is, as they say, in the pudding. So if, like if people if people want to go to other clubs, I don't <clears> care. <throat> yeah, if people want to come here, I don't care. Yeah. Because uh, just like Adam said today, like he goes and cross trains at other clubs. That's why he knows how good our club is. Yeah. That's Fun why rights. he's still here. That's, that's the truth. Yeah. You know? So it's it's cool. And I think the biggest problem with cross training is uh, a lot of coaches are just insecure about it. They they don't want them to lose, right? Like I, I think I charge more than all the other clubs around because I'm better. Yeah. Right? And I'm not trying to shit on anybody because no. fucking, you know, I, I don't really know what they got going on. But I charge more. If they're better than me, they should be fucking charging more. It shouldn't yeah. be a price war where, like, let's see who can undercut. Yeah. Because, no, like, sure. quality and value is a real thing in any industry. Yeah. Right? So if you have the best vacuum fucking cleaner, you should mm-hmm. be charging the most money for your vacuum. Yeah. You know? Like, unless you're rich and you're a humanitarian and you want to give that shit away so everybody has a wicked vacuum... In which case, like, you're a wonderful fucking philanthropist vacuum Yeah, thank you for the vacuums. Thank you for all the vacuums, right? Yeah. But, like, I'm I'm not doing this to get rich. I'm doing this to feed my kids. I'm doing this to to fucking live. Like, you see my Jeep? Yeah. That's not fancy. No. I don't have leather seats. Yeah. You know, even if I got rich, though, I I never would, so I guess that's a bad example. You're just not fancy. But I'm not doing this so I can fucking drive around in a Lexus. No. You know? I'm doing this so I can fucking put food on my family's table and be happy, right? Well, because it comes back to your passion, It's still—it's a business, though. Yes. That's that's the thing. Like, the reason mine succeeds and a lot of other people's don't is they're looking at it like it's a passion and a hobby. Yes, for sure. But that's where it begins. And, and, yeah, Yeah. it has to be, right? It has to be a passion, but it can't just be a passion. Of course not. If you don't treat it like a business, you'll never— run it like a business it'll never operate like a business yeah. and it will not succeed like that's a business right. that's right because i mean passion is good it's great for a startup but it's not going to keep the lights on yes you got to be able to hustle like you have been yep. for years 100%. at this place and other avenues obviously. and like i say it again like i i still have more hustle left in me oh, like yeah. i was talking to the wife today and i i was saying like we should try to do something together too mm-hmm. like i know like i'm at the barn and i help with shit like that but like we should try to figure something else out that both of us can do and put some time in and try to build that. Definitely, Just man. Just fuck. I, there's so much more hustle out there. Yeah, because if you have any more hours left in the day other yeah. than when you're sleeping, you can be doing something. Well, here's here's something, and I'll put it out there for the world. I don't know. If someone else can do it better, do it. I would like to um, fucking try to come up with a side hustle and document the whole thing and then write a book on how to successfully make a side hustle. There you go. It's like, I should have did it with Supernatural Survival Gear. Yeah. And I guess I still can. Because that's, we talked about this last week where SSG is becoming not your side hustle. No, it's, it's, it's very it's your main to bitch. being the main bitch now. Yeah. yeah. Which is incredible. It's pretty fucking cool. It's cool. Yeah. Very I'm, cool. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, you should I'm be. I'm happy you with should it. should be. You know, I'm uh, I'm still not taking anything out of it because I want it to succeed. So right. I'm not using any of the money from it. So there's no trips. There's no let's right. go to fucking Costa Rica. There's That'd none of that shit. Yeah. yeah. yeah I've, I've only ever been to the States. I've, yeah. I've never went to like Cuba or Dominican. Yeah, or, I was I was down Dominican once and I'm a terrible traveler. Yeah. Especially when you go down with a bunch of your hooligan friends from high school. Hooligans. And there's like 40 of you and. It just it gets chaotic, and I don't like that. <laughs> I'd rather just you know, I'm good where I'm at. Yep. 
it was fun at the time, but I don't think I'll do it again. Yeah. But yeah, so you, so you're taking any profit you get from that. And, I'm putting it back and in, flipping more it. gear. Yeah, and then yep. as you do that, the more lines you can produce. Yeah, And then exactly. the more it grows. I'm working on another one now. I haven't decided what I'm going to call it, but yeah. I'll, I'll give a little hint. I, I think the name's going to be something along the lines of uh, grave robbing in style. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, is it what we talked about? You don't remember these things, but we talked about it last week. Yeah. Potentially. We, oh, yeah. yes, 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 we did. Yeah, yes. we did, yeah. Yeah, we did talk about that. Yeah. No, I think it's awesome. And and the more lines you get, the more it's going to grow. So, yep. um, And it's already growing rapidly, really. I mean, yeah, we started cool. two years ago. Yep. Well, yeah. 2017, December. Yeah. So, so it was like one full year and a month and then this year. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. But, yeah, it, that would have been an interesting concept to, to write a book. Well, you know what, you now that I think about it, nothing. it's not too late. So I, I think that's something I'm going to do. Well, you know what I mean? Rather than, even like a, like writing is one thing, but the world is so accessible to documentation now. Yeah. You can just put shit on YouTube. Yep. You can put shit wherever. Call it whatever. Put it on all your major platforms, Dude, and people so are just going to see it. There's so many things out there that I would like to do that I don't have time for. Like, yeah. I want to make a YouTube channel called... Kent and Carly do things. Yeah, and I want to take my oldest girl. She'll be eight this weekend. And I want me and her to set up cameras and then document, let's watch a YouTube video on how to do something yeah. and then try to do it ourselves yeah, first like try. Like that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's, that's funny. Yeah, it is. I, I would watch uh, that fucking, uh, that channel. Definitely. Right? Like that would be fucking cool. Yes. Uh, just, I don't have time. No, right. well, that's the thing. Um, here's something. Uh, I don't know if we have any, like, super rich listeners. It would be fucking cool if we did. But I, I seen a bunch of shit about uh, insulin lately and how insulin's like a billion-dollar fucking industry. Definitely. Because it costs tons to make. Yeah. Right? But the insulin patent... Like, like the two guys that created yeah, gave they it made away it free. Yeah. So so not free, yeah. but they made it so you don't have to pay them any right. royalties or anything. Exactly. Right? So anybody can make it, but I guess there's only a few companies that do, so they charge like an obscene amount. Of course. So people in Canada specifically, so I'm talking specifically Canadian, um, people have to pay for their insulin and their, their diabetes medication, mm -hmm. but then you got like drug addicts getting fucking free treatment, right? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people were bitching and complaining. Now, I don't know how much truth there is. I didn't do much digging. But I would love to see someone who already has money figure out a way to start a factory, mm -hmm. make insulin, and just make it at cost. Yeah. Like, But we're, they're not losing money either. You right. know what I mean? But right. they're also not trying to profit from it. Uh -huh. Make a fucking not-for-profit, have it so the chemists and shit doing it are getting paid. Sure. But wouldn't that be wonderful? It you would know, be, yeah. It, it would be incredible. It would be nice. Like, yes. I, I want a rich person to do that. Yeah, please. Who, so, if and you're I'm, there. I don't have diabetes, so I'm no, not saying like, either. I need it. I just, no. you know, it would be nice if people did shit like that. It's just, it's truly obscene that someone can charge I'm okay so with, much. You know, and it's like, where do you draw the line? Am, am I fucking charging money to teach people self-defense? 
because they might need it in a life or death situation. No. No. Because if someone came to me and they're like, man, I'm going to get my fucking head caved in. I yeah. need help. Or my husband's beating me. My wife's beating me. Well, I need help. I I'll teach that fucker for free. Definitely. Like, we, we know yeah. that, right? If I'm you're not in distress. Dick. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> So what am I teaching? I'm teaching relaxation, right? Like I'm charging people money to come here and simulate choking their coworker. Yeah. Right? So don't get it confused when I say I don't think people should be able to make money off of something like diabetes. I, I wish they could. Defin definitely. You know, it's I don't know. I know everything money's everything, right? It's it's fucking I'm just kind of venting, but no, please. there definitely shouldn't Vent be money away. in fucking death. No, you man. know, like this person's gonna. Well, here, here's a good example. Um, and me and Deanna talked about this. I put a number on our pets, mm -hmm. and this, this is. I, I hope people don't get mad at me, but I have a number where we have so many pets. Yeah. If a pet is gonna cost X dollars, I'm gonna let it go yeah. of natural causes. Sure. Right, like if if our, one of our pets ended up getting some kind of fucking crazy thing, and it needed a fucking five thousand dollars surgery, yeah. guys, I'm sorry, the dog's gonna die. Where she goes? I, I'm sorry. It's just this the way is it just. Is. And I I see people they go in, they're like, my dog needed a fucking new piece of its leg, so it cost me four grand. I'm like, fuck your dog. I would amputate that leg yeah. and see if the dog would live. I just cauterize it with a fucking lighter. Yeah. I'm like, sorry. I love animals. I'm not trying to be a dick. Yeah. I, I have so many animals. How can I not love them? That's right. I wouldn't spend fucking $4,000 for a dog. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I can't. It's not. It's not in my DNA. But we, we know a girl personally, and uh, she had some bad news where she's full of cancer. There's, there's no help. It's, it's done, right? And uh, she's a wonderful girl, and we we're talking to her dad. And her dad said, like, there is a treatment, but it's experimental. So when something's experimental, the government won't pay for it because the government won't put money into voodoo. Because experimental true. might as well mean not real yeah. to them, right? Well, there's no research. It's yes. never been done. So it, it could work, but they're not going to spend 100 bucks on COVID. No. Or $100,000 on That's COVID. Right. So it's four treatments at $100,000 each. So it's $400,000. Jesus Christ. And it might only extend the life for, like, a few months, right? And... It, it's easy to say, like, well, fuck. And, and then I just thought, like, dude, I'd live on the street mm -hmm. to get an extra two months with my little girl. Yeah, see? You know, it's like, so it's like, a dog? I'm sorry. Yes. You had a wonderful life. Yes. If you're living with us, you had a wonderful life, because we're oh. great pet fucking owners. But Carly? Yeah, my different. My soon-to-be eight-year-old? So different. For um extra day with her, yeah. I would go completely broke and live on the street. Yeah. An extra day. Even a minute. You give yeah. me an hour. Like exactly. if I knew there was it was just done, she was gone. If I had an hour. Even my dad. Like if I knew my dad needed, I'd go broke. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like that sucks, you know? Like that's where the whole healthcare thing. But then everybody would be doing experimental treatments and then you'd get yeah. scams where people are inventing experimental treatments. So, like, I know, I know, that's the thing. I fucking that know what yeah. I'm, it's not real, no, right? Exactly. Like, someone would just be like, yeah, I got this $500,000 experimental sugar tab. Yeah. And then, like, fuck. But I would spend it. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, when it comes to... I would to, easily go broke for a loved one. Yes, definitely, especially a child. Having, yeah, what's the point of having anything if you don't have who you want to spend yeah. 
that with. Right? Yeah, exactly. Just to kind of blend in two things that we're talking about, my buddy's dog is a very big dog, but he just got diagnosed with diabetes, Ugh. and he's going blind now. It's tough. And he actually has to give him insulin, mm. and he's paying out the fucking yeah. ass for yeah. it. It's paying out the ass. Yeah. It's too so fucking like, bad, If man. you could find a way to just get some chemist to hey, make man. approvable I- insulin, I, make I it happen. Know. I don't know if it's a thing, but if it is, like it, someone should do it. Because here, think about this. You're rich, okay? Yeah. So someone listening, you're rich. You got all kinds of money. Yes. Okay? But are you famous? <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Cause motherfucker, because if you, you will fucking, be. if you put on that cape yeah. and that helmet and yeah. you go out there and you white knight the fuck out of insulin and diabetes and you get medication to people mm-hmm. who need it, mm-hmm. motherfucker, you're famous. Just and like then that. you can go make money off other stuff. You can do whatever you want. So let's just say money is your root. That's what you want. Yeah. If you go white knight... Yeah. And start a not-for-profit and call it Insulin for Everyone. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you fucking, you know, insulin you get that has insulin no out there. Yeah, yeah. Insulin yeah. Beyond Borders or some <laughs> yeah. shit. You yeah. go, you'll be fucking rich and famous. You can do whatever you want. Elon Musk Dude, has to do this shit. Go fucking do it. Elon, come on, bro. Make it happen. Joe Rogan. I know you got money, bro. Yeah, make that shit make happen. Make this shit happen. You make a fucking fortune. Dude, like, because I'm telling you right now, if I get stupid loaded rich, yeah. that's the kind of shit I'm going to do. Yeah. And not just for the fame. Don't get me wrong. I'm okay with the fame. It'll be cool. Yeah. But, man, I want to help motherfuckers. That's right. That's what I want it all comes everybody. Down to. I want everybody to be fucking just better. Man, me too. How? Why is there not more of that? I know. Because I truly like I, I believe in that shit too. Just like you do. Yeah. I believe that everyone should help each other. Yeah. Even in the most minor way possible. Just get get out of your own head. And go and help someone. If it means making free insulin for everyone, hey, fucking do that. If it means holding the door for someone or calling your grandmother or doing something, yep. just fucking do it. That's it. Be better. It's doable. It is doable. All right. Certainly doable. Questions. What do you have? Let's see. Oh, I, I got one just yeah, from Laughing Badger. Favorite gear company besides SSG. Oh, my Get God. the fuck out of town, man. Get the, Get the fuck, fuck out of bro, town. Get the fuck Huge fan of you, man, Laughing Badger, but come on. How dare he? (laughs) Biggest pitfalls to opening your own club and academy. Fuck, yeah, that's like right there. Heartache, man. One of the biggest things that has always killed me is like losing students, them Mm -hmm. moving away, um, just quitting. Yeah. You know, like shit like that. That's definitely the biggest pitfall for me. Um if that's the the one that stands out the most to you, though, to me, hundred percent. I I hate losing people yeah, that, that I've something. made connections. It means with, something, you know, for sure. It's important. Like everything else, I don't care. I don't care that it's hard work. I don't care that the money spent. I don't care whatever. Yeah, that's that's my hardest thing because I every time I get my heart rebroken. Yeah, can't I mean, that's you bastards real, breaking that's, my heart. That's real life shit. <laughs> How do you balance training hard and overtraining? And in your response, use y'all a lot. <laughs> <laughs> who was that? Carla. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's awesome. She She's the one who got me to sign the spats. Oh, right. Oh, okay. that's way good. How, how cool that made yeah. me feel, y'all. <laughs> y'all. <laughs> y'all. Um, balancing training hard and overtraining. I used to be injured all the time. So here's a little it's story. True. And I don't know how I- applicable this is for everyone. But I used to be injured all the time. And I was training... Maybe one hour a day hard, three days a week, 
so typical person right like mm-hmm. just that's what you can do and when i upped it and now i train two to four hours a day five days a week i get injured less i'm injured less i'm sore less yep. my everything has gotten better so i've never experienced overtraining and I'm saying this, I'm not saying it doesn't exist because I know it does. I've seen it happen in other people. Not much though, not often. But for me personally, y'all, when I vamped the fuck out of it and just overtrained myself, I became better at everything. Yeah. I heal better. I'm sore less. I feel better. My cardio is better. My rolling's better. My mental state's better. Everything got yeah. better yeah. when I said, you know what, I'm just going to push myself harder. Because that was one of my biggest problems also, y'all. I uh, I had a lot of problems pushing myself as the coach. Yes. So yeah, well, like, that's fair. there would be times where I'd message John and I'd be like, bro, I need you to message me and be like, man, have you done some push-ups today? Yeah, man, right. have you done some squat? Have you stretched? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, when you're the guy at the top, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes no one's going to be like, hey, bro. Work harder. You're yeah. slacking. People and don't it, say that to you. And it can be somewhat exhausting doing that for everyone else. Yeah. Being that guy. Yeah, and that's right? what I said earlier, too, with just running the business. Sometimes you have to push through the training at the expense of your own training and mm-hmm. be watching others, helping others, helping others improve. And that's where you lose out on the improvement yourself. Definitely. Right? And I see a lot of coaches. When I hear stories about coaches that don't roll with their students that much anymore, it's because they spent too much time coaching, not enough time training, and now they're embarrassed that they're getting tapped by their students. Yeah. Like me, I get tapped by my students. I roll hard with my students. That's right. I almost killed Drake today. Did you? Dude, I was fucking passing his guard, and I was doing a step-over pass, and he grabbed both my feet and pushed them together, and my hands were up in the air, and I landed my ass right on his fucking face. Oh, man. And I instantly thought I broke his nose. And And we had to stop, and we had to, like, check in his mouth for, like, missing teeth. It was, man, I thought I killed him. And he's, like, four four days away. Four days away from from his MMA debut. Like, all the fucking times to kill Drake. Yeah. Because I try to kill him most times. Yeah. And today I wasn't trying to kill him, and I damn near killed him. That's the crazy thing that happens in here in in every gym, I like to think. Shit fucking happens. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's, like, what happened to your shoulder, a routine thing. Yeah. I was fucking choking someone, and then boom. This is perfect, though. Lone Star Grappler, do you hate anyone more than Drake? Well, I fucked his face with my ass today. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. That was a perfect lead. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Drake. Yeah. Sorry, he's Jersey. so good. He's looking so good. He's going to murder this dude. Yeah, he's... A, I feel so bad for this guy. I think the best thing that ever happened to Drake was the discussion we had with him about weight cutting. Yeah, about how, like, does yeah, it matter? It doesn't. And, and it's funny, too, that you bring that up because I seen an interview with Hoist today. Mm-hmm. And it was like... Uh, Hoist was talking about self-defense and <clears throat> jujitsu, and he was like, weight classes are stupid. And the interviewer was like, how? And he was like, that person there just grabbed your wife's ass. Yeah. Like, okay, honey, I'm going to deal with this. Yeah. Excuse me, what belt are you and how much do you weigh? Yeah, exactly. Oh, sorry, honey, I can't fight him. He's two weight classes heavier than me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was, yeah, like, and I'm it's not, fucking I'm not true. even the biggest Hoist Gracie fan. No. But that was fucking real. Yeah. You know, that's legit. Like and, and I won't roll with heavy people when I'm currently injured. No. So like if you're if you're two weight classes heavier than me and I'm nursing a shoulder injury, mm-hmm. 
I'm sorry, I'm skipping you. That's right. Unless I know you and I know I can trust you. Yes, for sure. You know, so for like sure. Liam and Hussey, I could roll with them halfway healed. Right. But like pure, like just first day injury, I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not that I didn't trust them. Yeah. It's that they're just bigger. That's right. Right? That's right. But I, I, tr I do trust them enough that when I'm like halfway healed, I'd start rolling with them mm -hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Right? For sure. But like random big dudes, mm. sorry, bro, you're waiting till I'm full healed. That's right. That's right. Just another thing on weight cutting. One, one quote that I heard uh, Anthony Smith, who just fought John Jones uh, a couple months ago, they were asking him how he was feeling at 205. And because he, he had numerous fights before that at middleweight, he said, One thing that I can't focus on was getting better, not getting skinnier. So he's a strong 205er now. Yep. He's at his natural weight, and it's something that you know that I hope Drake can replicate at 170 because he's a tall kid and he, he'll do well. Yep. But that really st stuck with me. Should focus on getting better, not getting skinnier. Yeah. So that's shit's important for all you young fighters coming up. Focus on that. Don't worry about the weight. Yep. For sure. Over under on how many restraining orders Buck has. Fuck. Oh, he's a nasty that's, motherfucker, man. I, man. Say it's Are we lot. talking just in America? <laughs> yeah. I'd say it's a lot. I'd say he'd probably never come to Canada. No, he's probably uh, not allowed. <laughs> favorite BJJ people to watch on YouTube besides yourself and Warren Brooks, obviously. Um, I like watching Gary Tonin highlights, Shang Aoki, mm. uh, who else? Roberto, Satoshi D'Souza, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, Nikki Ryan. Uh, Gordon Ryan's new instructional video is fucking awesome. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I've Here's seen it. my issue, man. I don't want to spend any money right now, and I'm not big on pirating stuff from yeah. athletes. Like UFC, you can go fuck yourself for yeah. getting me deleted. That's right. But like athletes, like I won't pirate Gordon Ryan's thing. No. I'm not saying I don't like you if you do it. I'm just saying I don't do it. Yeah. So it's just you know, a preference. It, it's just it's a, a personal thing. preference. Yeah. Like I've paid for pretty much, pretty much most that I have. Yeah. I, I say think, pretty much because if someone hands me a fucking stick and they're like, hey, man, I have this, I'm not going to Yeah, like fuck. here's fucking Marcelo Garcia's yeah, very I, first I don't go okay. hunting for them. No, for know? sure, for sure. And I don't download anything myself because I grew up with a father who has me convinced that downloading anything on your computer can blow up your computer, like straight up fireball blow up. Dude, I downloaded LimeWire when I was younger mm -hmm. on my parents' desktop. Probably and got all kinds of... It got fucked up, man. The whole thing <laughs> got fucked up. And that's something. So our dads were never wrong. You know that. <laughs> yeah. You know that. <laughs> yeah, they know things. Mm -hmm. Let's see what other questions we got. What is the best way out of the figure four saddle? Figure four saddle, I'm assuming that's like hugging the leg. Yeah, I, man, I think running man is the biggest thing. So if you're trying to do the running man and they are hugging your other leg, so you're in like a before Tony Montana, but like legged hugged, you just got to stay close to them, keep your head as close to their head as you can, fight the leg that they're hugging because you're currently not in any danger of getting heel hooked mm -hmm. on the, the heel hookable foot. So fight off the ankle lock hug foot yeah, yeah. and then go right to running man. Nice. Yep. Got any others? I don't. Uh, what is your favorite way to mix up training besides drills and rolling? Uh, well, you can break that up even more than that. So you can do positional drills. You can do positional rolling. So what we do is we have warm-up, 
which is very basic, and uh -huh. then we do some technique. And then there's different types of rolling. So you can do the line rolling where you put everybody in a line, three people or four people in, however big your mat space is, mm -hmm. and you just keep refilling them. Uh, you can do positional where it starts at you just got to pass guard. You mm -hmm. just got to attack from the back. And then once it leaves that that position, that rule set, it's kind of like yeah, EBI overtime, Yeah. but in all positions. Yeah. So once it leaves that new person in, right? Uh, specifics where one person has to pass the guard or one person can only use this one thing. Like uh, Adam, I gave him homework. Yeah. So I said, you're only allowed using guillotines yeah. for, for this whole month. And I ended up doing it for two months. But now, like, he's like every one of his matches in tournaments are won via guillotine. Mm -hmm. So and he, he's he's one of those kids that's like the perfect fucking stature for it. He's a guillotiner, motherfucker. Yeah. He was built for that shit. Yep. For sure. How do you deal with burnout? I'm entering a tournament soon. How do you manage emotions the day of the tournament? Fuck. Um, y you should get nervous going into tournaments. Yeah, if you anyone know? says you're not nervous, they're full shit. Some people, I don't know, like some people handle it well, but like I, I pee a lot. That's yeah, my that's thing. a big thing. A nervous piece. Yeah, I, I've seen people who throw up mm -hmm. before matches. Tyler threw up before every fight. Yeah. Um, but I, I pee a lot. But I just try not to overthink it. Like, the, the biggest problem with going in is you have so many options available mm -hmm. that if you overthink, you're going to go in and it's basically like taking a bag, putting all your moves in it, and then shaking the bag up and reaching in and seeing what you grab. Just have a rough idea. You want to go in. You want to start with whatever. Try not to overthink what the other person's going to do and just play your game plan. Some of the best people that I've seen out there, they just aggressively attack their game plan. They're not counter jujitsu players. No. I, I don't know if I can even think of a counter jujitsu player that has success and is entertaining. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not both, you might get invites to the highest things, but motherfuckers aren't watching you. No, you got to be sure. entertaining. If you're just grapple hunting people, nobody wants to see that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So how do I deal with burnout? I, I try not to overthink it. I mean, just like I said earlier, I, I've never overtrained, or I have and I've just never felt it, or I just never knew the difference. But um, I've never been in a position where I was training too much that I was burnt out. Uh, mentally burnt out, like I said earlier in the podcast, I, I still think I have more hustle to give. Yeah. So um, I just reframe your situation, man. Really sit back, take a look at what you're doing, take an inventory of what you're doing, and if you feel like you're close to burnout, maybe you're doing some shit that isn't important in your life. It could be could be dietary. It could be yeah. Could be a lot. Reevaluate what's going on. Really think about it. And shit that isn't worth it, man. Don't do it. Yeah. You and I, I mean, like when people talk about overtraining, I think it's overused. I think that term is overused. It's because broad. Yeah. Your body can withstand a lot. And like you said, when you train harder and and more your body feels better because yep. your body is adapting to that. You know, overtraining would be something ridiculous every single day, like something pushing your limits Yeah, like I'm, I'm doing times. five days a week, four hours-ish per day, Yeah, and that's only counting what I do at the club. I'm also, like, I do push-ups, sit-ups, squats at mm -hmm. home, like all kinds of body weight mm -hmm. stuff, uh, tons of shadow boxing because, you know, that's why not? What you you can't. That's right. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we're close to the end because we started a little late. But right. in closing, uh, one of my buddies from when I was younger messaged me. He was like, hey, man, you're my favorite podcaster. 
and that that blew my mind. It, it's just cool because he doesn't do jujitsu, and uh, he still listened to the podcast and he's loving it, and that's fucking amazing. I, I I'm shocked because I didn't know if we were like good. I know people mm-hmm. are listening, yeah, but it's it's cool, you know. It's, it, it is that yeah. made my day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um. So yeah. Um. Everybody that's listening, if you don't do jujitsu, go fucking try a class. Yeah. Uh, buy my shit and follow John on Instagram. Yeah. There, see, I said it. Yeah, there you go. Boom, fuck y'all. Gotta love it. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>